0: Hello and welcome to Minta Dialog episode number 104. This interview is with Leo Bonani, whom I met through my work at NetExplo, for whom Leo is one of the new tech experts. Leo is, meanwhile, CEO and founder of SourceMap, a social network and collaborative platform that essentially helps companies to map their supply chain around the world. In this conversation, we discuss the SourceMap business, how it has evolved and pivoted to its current situation helping blue chip companies to render their supply chain clearer and, by extension, more transparent. A super interesting project. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Minter Dialogue Internet Show, where we discuss brand marketing with a focus on all things digital. I am Minter Dialogue, author of TheMindset.com, that's T-H-E-M-Y-N-D-S-E-T, where branding gets personal. You'll find the show notes on the blog for the upcoming interview. Let's cut to quick. Enjoy the show. Hello, and welcome to Minter Dialogue. Today, I have somebody I met through NetExplo, the observatory of new tech trends, and hopefully we'll talk about that. So, Leo, tell us who you are, what you do, and if you wish, what is your mindset?
1: Yeah, well, it's great to be on the show. I, uh, I'm the founder and the CEO of a startup called SourceMap, uh, the mindset that, uh, that I bring is a uh, mindset of, of uh, new media and transparency uh, and uh, helping people collaborate through new media. Uh, specifically, uh, I founded SourceMap because uh, of a belief that, that people have a right to know where things come from, uh, and, and by that I mean uh, consumer products, where the raw materials come from, where the factories are located, who makes the things we buy. Uh, and, and I started SourceMap uh, shortly after uh, my doctorate at the, the MIT Media Lab where, where it was developed as a, as a new kind of social media to connect people across supply chains and to help tackle some of the uh, world's biggest problems, the environmental, the social, uh, but also the, the problems of, of, uh, of keeping a business running in, in a totally globalized economy.
0: Well, so I mean, I, I have to imagine that at the outset of your project, Leo, source map, and it's the idea of being transparent about everything where my ingredients and my uh, suppliers are coming from. That had to scare off a lot of people. Well, how did it go at the beginning?
1: You know, it, it's it's a very strange story. I actually uh, totally agreed with with your uh, mindset, and I uh, expected that this. It was more of an activist project than an enterprise uh, product uh, because we were basically asking companies to publish their supply chain information on the web. Uh, What happened was very unexpected. Uh, As soon as companies saw that we had made this website, they saw these maps of supply chains, they asked, you know, where can I get a map of my supply chain? Can you help? Uh, And and I realized that uh, the problem was much worse than, than I thought. It wasn't that companies are reluctant to share their supply chains, It's that comp- most companies have not seen their own supply chain, certainly not mapped out to realize where all of their suppliers and their suppliers' suppliers are. And we actually spun off a business based on that uh, to, to, to help companies do do just that: map out their own supply chains.
0: Well, so let me let me give, let's let's take a concrete example. I mean, whether it's a, a bottle of, a bottle of shampoo, for example. So that bottle of shampoo, uh, in this particular case. Has a uh, some liquid in it with all sorts of ingredients. It has a plastic container. It has a a, a, a plastic label uh, put on top, and it has a, um, a PVC top, you know, or a bottle, uh, you know, top to open it. Are, are you articulating the provenance of all of these aspects, and and how far does it go?
1: You know, it's, it's been a very interesting. So, so absolutely. Uh, what we discovered, first of all, is that, uh, you know, while, take your shampoo example, uh, maybe the bulk of that product is water or, or palm oil or some commodity that, that you spend a lot of uh, money and, and time sourcing and then shipping around the world. But that plastic bottle cap could be the biggest risk in your whole supply chain. Let, let me explain. If that... Bottle cap is something you source from one vendor only, and that happens to be the only vendor with that particular mold that makes that shape of, of cap. Uh, should that vendor go down for, for any reason, economic or, or you know weather related, uh, you might have your entire shampoo product line at risk for as long as it takes to replace that vendor. So... Every piece matters. It matters more how hard it is to replace than how much it costs you. Uh, and and the problem is, even in a shampoo example, there are th- thousands of suppliers that you depend on to get that product to market. So you have to actually account for all of them to make sure that you don't risk uh, interruption to your to your business. And and what we say is, you know, you can't really be on the phone with all of them all the time. So you have to use some kind of new new media to technology, new media solution to, to stay in touch with that many vendors.
0: All right, well, then this becomes a different kind of, I would say, solution. You know, Whereas I was thinking it was more about the ethics of whether the supplier creating these bottle caps is being done by children in Bangladesh, as opposed to uh, just an ability to quickly ramp up a second uh, production line. In the case of a disaster, so it's it's less about the ethics of the line, uh, where you know how it is, rather than the, just the solution for the production.
1: You know, you, you're, you're pointing out that the shift that we've made in our business, which is we were traditionally focused on environmental and social impacts, and and that was why uh, SourceMap was 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 born as a as a public website. Uh, but we quickly learned that well, to, to solve the problems of social environmental impact. You needed to know where your products were coming from, and it turns out companies didn't have good location information on file because they're using systems that were invented long before Google Maps. And so, uh, so we quickly discovered that yes, environmental and social impacts are very important, uh, but the the maybe more important to the CEO and to the bottom line is the fact that. Many companies don't have even the location information in their databases. and so we started tackling that problem first because we know that once once a company has identified their vendors then it's it's much easier just to say it's made possible that they can audit them for all of the other performance criteria and really become accountable for their impact.
0: well it if, if there would be this other zone of interest which is but hard to make payable which is, all right, there's a, a fire in a factory. It's a disaster. All right, there are four manufacturers who've been using the same factory. I'm thinking of the fashion situation in Bangladesh, and that it you know it helps identify uh, very quickly who is concerned. Uh, and so there's the risk that I you know my brand is going to be uh, tagged with working in inhumane conditions and so on and so forth, which is a, another type of risk. Is that something that plays into it? Because I can only imagine. Then that really causes more concerns than it does solutions. Almost.
1: That, that's right. We 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 liken uh, supply chain mapping to to a Pandora's box, where the the deeper you dig, the more the more, uh, the more uh, problems you find. But it's you know it's a it's a it's definitely a progress because. Uh, we, we start with companies that, you know, after, well, when the tsunami hit Japan in 2011, right, they took out a number of key suppliers to the auto industry, and it resulted in factories owned by some of the world's biggest companies shutting down for weeks until they found alternate sources of supply, and, and that delay of weeks was not due to, to the uh, the parts, it was due to the lack of information exchange, where the, the companies had just didn't know that their vendors were located in eastern uh, japan and 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 it took them that long to find out and then it took them that long to then start calling and, and discovering just how bad the impact had been so so we're in a uh, we're in a dynamic where things that happen halfway around the world will have an immediate impact on you and that includes whether the factory catches on fire but it also includes whether you have Uh, bad press, uh, uh, some kind of an NGO, uncovering uh, child labor or or sweatshop conditions, and it includes whether you're using too much water or or producing too much waste. So we really think of it as a triple bottom line, risk accounting solution, financial, social, and environmental, and and companies are increasingly realizing that they need to keep tabs on all three at the same time and at a procurement level uh, to, to mitigate their risk.
0: All right so let's talk about uh, how many companies you got on board you were just telling me before we got recording that you've had some exciting times so where do you sit and what, how do you what what I mean what you, what can you share about us with with regard to the scale and how do you actually measure you know your penetration in this business because you don't really have much competition at this point yet it's uh,
1: it's a strange uh, world where we are basically working uh, with with enterprises in the same way that uh, facebook or linkedin works with users so you know at the outset i should explain right we there's a new generation of uh, people in uh, companies in operations who are used to using social networking at home and they get to work and they have no ability to instant message their vendors they have no ability to share files with their vendors' vendors, or even find out where they're located. And so there, there's a complete disconnect between the power of social networks at home and the power of enterprise software at work. These people are coming to us and saying, look, we need a social network that allows me to immediately find out which supplier or halfway around the world has has the, the biggest impact to my, to my bottom line, get right in touch with them, and, and, and start engaging directly, even though I've never met them, even though I may not have a contract with them. And these are the people that come to us. And so what we do is we build a social network just like a LinkedIn. We ask the company to upload their contacts, their contacts are their vendors, and then we ask those companies to upload their contacts and so on. And then soon enough, you have a friend of a friend social network, a kind of a peer-to-peer supply chain where it's possible to be in contact with millions of companies around the world, even if you uh, had never met them before.
0: But unlike Facebook, you're more of a, a premium uh, model, right? You don't have a freemium version to it. How does it work in terms of model?
1: We do have a, a free website that anybody who is comfortable divulging their information can use. Uh, and that that website, to answer your first question, has uh, had uh, several million unique visitors, about 10,000 members registered. Uh, on the enterprise side, as you point out, we have a enterprise offering that's it's secured and it's it's uh, considerably more uh, uh business centric and, and that one yes we have we have two dozen major companies using it and they have invited their vendors and so all told uh, several hundred uh companies are registered on that enterprise website
0: so what is your how do you how do you go out and and uh, sell source map and what is their what is the sort of the the marketing plan to get it out there
1: you know, the basics of it is that if you don't know your extended supply chain, you don't know your business. Uh, and we've seen Apple uh, really from being a, a design company to being a supply chain company. I mean, getting products to market in, in this uh, global climate with such high demand and such low supply is, is the real differentiator uh, between companies. So our, our customers come to us mostly uh, because they they see a cheap uh, and and a quick way to map their entire supply chain, and frankly, they they've uh, they have no uh, option not to do it. I mean, they have seen how uh, the competition is winning by basically building stronger supply chain relationships. They've seen reputation risks. They've seen severe weather. They've seen uh, all sorts of socio political unrest, and they need to get a handle on it uh, and. And it's a combination of of course the, the boards and, and the chief uh, risk officers uh, looking for solutions like ours and, and then uh, when we do work with a company we can we can bring to them uh, a whole bevy of sort of unexpected risks which is to say once we know what their supply chain looks like we can overlay it with risks of severe weather risks of water scarcity risks of media coverage of of Unfavorable labor conditions—all of these risks we can mash up from from our news feeds to show a company exactly what they're exposed to and really amplify their data.
0: Oh well, I, I'm also going to have to imagine that you can't or you don't offer exclusivity for a an Apple, for example. You know, so hey, listen, if Samsung wants to get on board, that would be tricky, you know, because all of a sudden the competitive advantage that SourceMap offers them is no longer the same. How does that work?
1: That, that's right. We we, we work. You know, SourceMap benefits from the network effect, and so we immediately have competitors using the same platform. They don't see each other's information, but you know most companies source from
0: <laughs> Apple, sources vendors. from Samsung, etc.
1: Exactly. So they're they're all in there. Uh, you know, I tell you, there's been another unexpected pleasant surprise, which is, uh, of course, companies can't share pricing and volume data. That's, that's frankly illegal. But in terms of environmental and social uh, and risk metrics, uh, actually companies are banding together to identify methods for evaluating risk as a whole, as an industry. And it's it's too costly for each of them to come up with their own methodology and then audit all of their own suppliers. And so you're seeing the electronics industry, the pharma, food, uh, apparel industries all banding together in, in these uh, non-competitive consortia to establish the guidelines for measuring risk and then to do it together. And, and so we very often facilitate that or we, we share those methods between willing companies because they, they know that they're only going to audit you know all of the apparel factories in Bangladesh if they divide up the pie and, and each take care of, of, of a few of them. Uh, so so there is actually more sharing than, than you would think. Uh, but but then at the end of the day, it's true. The, the data that is the most uh, precious is, is that data on what's available who are the alternate sources of supply how can I make sure that when the next storm hits I have enough inventory of that part and, and that data is, is held close and, and in many ways uh, rightly so hmm.
0: Alright, let's just talk about you as an entrepreneur you're trying to get the name the SourceMap out there what does the marketing budget of SourceMap look like in terms of do you hit you know, conferences do you, where, where, how, how do you approach I mean, B2B conferences, or or you go country by company? Are you big on search? What's your approach for getting the source map out there?
1: It's a very uh, unique approach among enterprise software companies. We uh, have almost zero marketing budget because we have the only public website about supply chains. So, uh, I like to say it's the, the most popular supply chain website out there because it's used by Students. It's used by researchers, NGOs, and companies to publish data and to to uh, to create these these maps of supply chains. And so, that free website drives all of our inbound lead generation from, uh, be it from public sector groups or or be it from, from big manufacturers. They see the software. They realize the potential that lies beneath, and and then they contract us to 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 develop our enterprise software for their needs. And then there's quite a bit of of software as a service in our business model. There's also a comparable amount of professional services that goes with that to to help companies come on the system and and, and make make the best use of it. So we actually have a uh, entirely uh, organic, search-driven lead generation engine with a huge social network of users that drives people to, to to our business side uh, and then beyond that, it's uh, believe it or not, YouTube uh, that has brought the rest of our leads in. So it's it's a very organic uh, and and uh, sort of new media marketing strategy.
0: Love it. All right, here's a, here's a thought that was running through my head. All this data that's out there, crowdsourced, is coming in. So the first question is, what are the organization principles that you've used to as a sort of a, a organizational framework for all the data? In other words you know, by product, by brand, by category, by ingredients. What, how on earth do you map it?
1: Well, that's exactly the answer. Uh, we we map it geographically. Uh, we are the first company to use a geographic database to organize a supply chain uh, and to organize supply chain data. And it, it sounds strange until you realize that, you know, the earth is a perfect two-dimensional grid. And... and Two things can't occupy the same place at the same time. And as long as you can link the places, uh, so we we link farms and and mines via shipping routes to to factories, via shipping routes to distribution centers and consumers, once we have that geographic data, uh, then we overlay it with the the, the part names and the material descriptions and and the videos and the photos, but it's really that GPS uh, that is the holy grail uh, for us, because We discovered that that GPS coordinate information is is what makes supply chains verifiable. Uh, Once you've assigned a GPS point to a supplier, you can audit that supplier, you can double-blind audit that supplier, you can uh, check out to see whether a storm is about to hit that supplier. You have everything you need to... Be aware to be mindful of what is going on there, and you have everything you need to send people in to verify that what that supplier is saying is true, and that's really been uh, for us the, the the organizing principle.
0: All right, so then that leads me to that's a lot of data. Sure. Uh, so I'm going to think that there's a you know every part number, uh, how you tagging it, uh, addresses, contingency plans, God knows what else, pricing. What kind of a database do you have? Is it proprietary or do you use open source? What are you using?
1: You know, a lot of the technology that runs the web today is built on open source. We use MongoDB Mm -hmm. and we use Linux servers. But I think that's all... Uh, we, we could all shift it to a different platform from one moment to the next if we needed to. The, the, the real organizing principle are the social relationships that are established on our network. Uh, yes, we have a lot of part numbers, barcodes, SKUs, you name it. Uh, but uh, what's very, very easy to organize are the relationships between individuals inside companies and the relationships between companies uh, and other companies that they have contracts with as, as vendors, as customers. Once we know that, once we understand the organizational structure, then we just apply supply chain data to who is accountable for the various parts of it. And and that's really the, the organizing principle. So at the end of the day, every uh, piece of data in SourceMap has a GPS coordinate and it has the contact information of the person responsible for it. And, and, and that's uh, the the best part about our database, and it's also the hardest thing, because unraveling organizational uh, structures is is, is uh, it can be a complicated thing, and that's one of the that's one of the services we provide when we're initially setting up companies in our system.
0: All right, so that's cool. It gets leads me into this idea. So there's an accountability or a traceability to each component that's in there. So, because oh, I was wanted to talk about the trustworthiness of the data, on the one hand, you know, do you find that, like in Wikipedia, there are some mistakes, and then you need to have editing and correcting? To what extent is that going on, and/or do you know if it's, how, you know, how close do you think you are to 100% accurate information?
1: <laughs> well, given that we started with zero information, I think we're doing great. <laughs> but I've never seen a, a supply chain uh, mapped out to 100% accuracy. Uh, I'll, I'll, you know I'll tell you what we what we use as a metric uh, one of our uh, most ambitious projects today is with uh, Mars chocolate and uh, helping map out a supply chain that includes uh, hundreds of thousands of cocoa farmers in West Africa uh, so that's a big uh, geographic uh, distance to reach it's a big socioeconomic gap to to bridge uh, and and what we found is again the idea that uh, We have people who are accountable. So in that case, the users are actually uh, uh, community representatives with Android phones, You know, tagging pictures and and uploading information. But that's exactly the strength of of a social networked approach. We we have many more eyes on the problem than was ever possible before. And so when one person visits a village and and documents uh, a living condition, the next month somebody different visits the same village, we have the same GPS coordinates, and they can Document the conditions. If the two don't agree, if they're not within some sort of reasonable margin, we know there's a red flag. Someone isn't telling the truth, and and you can send in the troops. Since that's the that's the real strength is, is using social media just the way Wikipedia does it. The more eyes you have on the data, the more likely you are to, to find mistakes and correct them faster. All
0: right, and uh, so my last question before we close up is, um, Leo, do you when you look at the traffic, are you uh, to what extent? Are your supply chains folks? Are they mobile? Is it is? There, is there any way you can detect the characteristics of the people that are in supply chain? Uh, I mean, are you going to see in September that more than fifty percent of your traffic is coming from mobile, or or not? It's funny you should mention that. In our
1: uh, our supply chain, always end up in some very interesting and, and emerging. Economies. Uh, there's virtually no supply chain that doesn't have some significant uh, footprint in South America or in Africa or in Southeast Asia. In those places, as you know, the, the mobile is the preferred, uh, in fact, the only access to the internet. Uh, we've seen it uh, leapfrog. And I like to say, you know, we have uh, projects with some of the world's biggest and, and most sophisticated companies. It takes us days or weeks to grab data from their systems. It takes us seconds to hear what's going on in a cocoa field in West Africa uh, because they're using mobile telephony and they've totally leapfrogged the the, the hardwired enterprise ways to communicate. So I think you're going to see our projects in Brazil, Indonesia, and Africa entirely be mobile. Uh, in September, and what does that mean? It means that yes, more than half of the users of SourceMap will will be mobile by September. All
0: right. and uh, it just makes me one last question. I can't help it. Um, <laughs> you, know, you know, people around the world maybe don't have a, a, a perfectly wonderful opinion of Americans running Icon or Google or you know other you know masters of the of the universe. The fact that you're based in New York is that an issue? Uh, as you try to bring on board let's say other multinationals that are outside of the u s,
1: you know when we started uh, the company this was only three years ago, uh, our customers insisted that we had to find a way to get our software inside their firewall you know and And that's exactly the reason that most businesses were surprised to discover that Fukushima was affecting them because as long as everybody holds data inside their firewall, it's very unlikely they're going to ever find out what's inside another company's database, which is what they need to keep their business running. So the good news is this new generation of millennials in companies won't stand for it anymore, and now the request is the opposite. Can you please make sure my supply chain data is in the cloud so that I can get a hold of it when I'm on vacation on my iPhone? And I don't have to wait until the next Monday to get a technician in and explain it to me. That being said, you know we are in the cloud for uh, for one uh, of good reason, which is that we're international and we have users in every continent on the planet. And, and part of it means getting servers in those locations so that they have the best performance and so that the data complies with the local regulations. So uh, you, you can consider us very international, and, and that means you know you, you'll see software by SourceMap being hosted in all the different uh, data jurisdictions uh, that are out there for, for exactly uh, that need to, to reassure our uh, our customers that their data is safe.
0: Well, fabulous. Uh, so, Leo, I appreciate you spending the time with us on uh, talking about SourceMap. So how can someone track you down, or what's the best way to follow you that you'd like to be connected with if anyone's interested in going further with you?
1: Absolutely. You know, if you're just a generally interested uh, consumer and you want to find out more about where things come from, just, just visit our website, sourcemap.com and you'll find uh, thousands and thousands of, of supply chain maps for your browsing. If you're the purchasing supply chain or risk manager at a, at a major manufacturer, then, then then do get in touch, uh, visit the same website and, and let us know how we can help you uh, map your supply chain.
0: Excellent. Leo, thanks a lot. Thank grazie <laughs> and uh, be in touch, all right? Looking forward to k- staying up with what's going on at SourceMap.
1: It's a pleasure, Minter. Grazie. Grazie a te. All right. Bello, Thanks for having to this, this recording of the Minter
0: Dialogue Internet Show. You'll find the show notes on themindset.com, where you can also sign up for my weekly newsletter at forward slash subscribe. If you like the show, please rate it in iTunes, and don't forget to click the handy Facebook Like button or to tweet it out. In the meantime, please come join the conversation at the mindset. Or catch me on Twitter at M-D-I-A-L. Happy trails.